the market decided to play one on us once again. And as you all know me, if you've been following me for a while, you know this, I love me a very good deal. And so on Monday, I went shopping once again. This is part of my diversification strategy going into this stock market crash. Before I go into the eight different stocks that I bought today, I just want to leave you guys with a quick quote from the legendary Peter Lynch that I believe is very relevant to the current landscape that we're seeing in growth stocks. He says, the trick is not to learn to trust your gut feelings, but rather to discipline yourself to ignore them. Stand by your stocks as long as the fundamental story has not changed. Between Friday and yesterday, or between last week and this week, what has changed? I want you to ask yourself that question. I think it's really important for investors like us to make long-term investment decisions that are based on fundamentals, on rationality. And we must use the share price as an opportunity to enter and exit our stocks at favorable prices based on those fundamentals. Just remember, it's not because the stock price is falling down that the business is not doing well. Like behind all of these stocks, there are real businesses that have fundamentals which we can track. And so that's what I'm focusing on. I'm looking for companies with reasonable valuations, with improving fundamentals, and a clear vision ahead of where the company is going. And so yesterday I bought eight different stocks, so I'm not going to beat around the bush. Let's just hop right into it. The first one is Voyager Digital. One of the classics on the channel, I've added to this position once again at $13 exactly per share Canadian. The ticker symbol that's on the TSE is VOYG, and for all of my Americans, it's VYGVF. Once again, this is a story of improving fundamentals, declining share price. When I see divergences like this, to me, that's a buy signal. And so let's go over some quick thoughts about the company. On January 5th, Voyager announced their preliminary results for the quarter ending December 31st, 2021. Revenue for the quarter is anticipated to be approximately $165 million USD. And catch this, this is up from $3.6 million USD. If you punch these numbers into a calculator, you'll see that this is a 45x revenue increase in just one year. But not only that, VYGVF's market cap is only $2 billion USD. Then for the quarter, the number of funded accounts surpassed 1 million users, which is up from just 43,000 users at the beginning of the year. Once again, let's do some quick math. This represents a 23x increase in the number of funded accounts. But not only that, we also have catalysts to look forward to. The potential for a future NASDAQ listing could definitely be the one catalyst it needs to give it sufficient volume to see a sustained move upwards. The last pump that we saw on Voyager stock back in November was not based on a whole lot of volume. And so to me, it's not surprising to have seen the stock come back down to this price, which is why I had sold it somewhere around the $18 range. Not my full position, I believe it was only 10%. And I had rebought part of those stocks lower, I believe it was in the $16 range. As of today, Voyager Digital has a $2 billion USD stock market cap. And if you put that into contrast as to where they could be by the end of 2022, it put things into a whole new perspective with regards to this investment. By the end of 2022, there's a very high probability that Voyager Digital is going to bring in between $1 to $1.5 billion of revenue. Keep in mind, the current market cap is only $2 billion. If we were to just put a 10 price to sales ratio on those revenue projections, we'd already be at a 10 to $15 billion market cap. And so what does that mean? That means that just this year, Voyager Digital could be a 5 to 7x stock very easily. 
At this point, it's just up to the market to realize it. In the meantime, look, I really don't mind. It just gives me a really great chance to buy the stock at a great price for the long term. The next stock that I bought on the list is FuboTV at $13.30. This one in particular is a screaming buy based on the excellent news that came out just yesterday morning. The news was great, but yet the stock went down. FuboTV basically announced their revenue and subscriber growth numbers for quarter four, which were exceeding their prior guidance. So let's take a quick look. Q4 expected revenue come at a range between $215 and $220 million. Previous guidance, $205, $210. For the full year of 2021, the expected revenue is $622 million versus $627 million. Prior guidance, $612 versus $617. Then the paid subscribers for the year are expected to exceed 1.1 million users for the year of 2021 versus the prior guidance of 1.06 to 1.07. This is very positive news and I was quite surprised to see that the market did not react at all to this. It's like whatever you give the market, it just doesn't care. It's not going to take it. And that to me represents a very massive divergence between fundamentals and stock price. Once again, a strong buying indicator. Then the next stock on the list is one that I won't talk about too much, but it's actually Square, or Block as they call it now, I guess. I bought a small amount of Square stock at 139.85. This one, just like PayPal, is another one on which I did a DCF model about a year ago. It's currently trading at a similar valuation as it had two or even three years ago, back when Cash App wasn't even proven. And since then, so much has changed for the company. The company is the dominant market leader in this big total addressable market industry, these are the times to embrace the discounts. I gotta tell you, I'm so happy to have gotten in at this stock at that price. Moving on to the next stock on the list, we have SoFi. I've never spoken about this stock on the channel, but I know that this one needs no introduction. SoFi is a very popular high margin fintech company that has now seen its multiples come down to such a valuation that it's now trading at a very reasonable price in my opinion, especially if we take into consideration the expected growth. Their forward 2022 price to sales ratio is currently sitting at around 7.5 and that's for an expected growth of 44%. What's more, the National Bank Charter is a massive catalyst to look forward to that's going to drive measurable results in margins and increase the membership base. The Bank Charter news is one that can drop at any day. And so today I went out and bought a small chunk of SoFi stock at $13.20. The fifth stock on the list is Palantir. Palantir the classic. I bought it at $16.19. We didn't see any business specific news behind Palantir stock today. Once again, nothing fundamental, purely stock price. You know, when I look at Palantir long term, I could see this company trading at half a trillion dollars in the upcoming 10 years. So look. At $16.19, I'm really not overthinking this one too much. Moving on, the next stock that I bought today was Teladoc. I approximately doubled my position in Teladoc. It's currently down more than 60% from all-time highs, trading at a lower price-to-sales and EV-to-sales ratio than pre-COVID. That is just absolutely insane to me. If we just take a second, take a step back, compare where the business was before and after COVID, well, after where we are now, you'll see that the business is in a much better place than where it was before. Just in the past quarter, revenues went up by 81%, user growth was 37%, and this is super impressive, considering that it has to comp against these strong 2020 figures. But not only that, they're actually expecting revenues for Q4 to increase at 41% year over year, 
and that's despite the comps for 2020 being at a 145% growth rate. Super impressive. Once again, clear divergence and indicator that the stock is currently way oversold, way undervalued. Things definitely look ugly now, but investing is all about the future. And so with Teladoc, once again, not worried. The next stock that I bought, and this is one of the most risky and speculative investments of the whole bunch. This one is one that I've talked about many times on the channel, and the stock is Jumia. Jumia Technologies, I bought it at $9.80. For the past two years, the pandemic has hit the company a lot harder than many of its e-commerce counterparts in North America. The company has had problems scaling its business. It's burning through a lot of cash, but look, that's the cost of penetrating an untapped e-commerce market like Africa. The e-commerce market in Africa is predicted to grow to $84 billion by 2030. Jumia is going to grow alongside that, alongside the African economy as more and more internet users get added. The company is going to be at the epicenter of the boom in 5G over the upcoming decade. That's a revolution that I want to be a part of. And with this current valuation, it's like $900 million, the upside is definitely worth it. But just a quick reminder to you guys, I am not a financial advisor and that's just my opinion. The objective of my videos is not so that you can copy everything I do, but so that you can find inspiration, learn from my ideas, and hopefully become a better trader and investor for yourself for the future. And so that was the seventh stock out of the bunch. And the last and final stock is Robinhood. This one I put into the swing trade category of the Discord because to be honest, it's not a company that I really believe in long term. I'm not the biggest fan of how the company treated their customers. That market manipulation that they did, not a big fan of that. But I do think that there is a money-making opportunity here, which is why I decided to open a position in Hoodstock for the first time ever at $15. The stock is down more than 60% from the IPO price, and the valuation is really starting to get interesting. Their current market cap is $17.3 billion on Yahoo Finance. Yet the company is absolutely loaded. And when I say loaded, $18 billion in cash and in receivables. So more cash than market cap, which is an interesting one for me, considering that they're expected to grow so much in the upcoming year. I like the growth prospects, especially coming from their new crypto platform that already have over 1 million users on the wait list. My targets for this swing trade are $28 and $34.5. All right, so there you go. That pretty much wraps up the video. I hope that you appreciated that you found some value in it. If you did, please drop a like for me. I would really appreciate it. It's completely free to do so. Also, if you want to hear exactly when I'm buying those stocks, just like when I bought Square, Voyager, Fubo, Hood, SoFi, Palantir, Teladoc, and Jumia, feel free to check out the private stock group. The link is in the description below. I always send out alerts when I'm buying stocks to the Discord group. If you're interested in joining, I'm currently running a free two-week trial, so you have absolutely nothing to lose. Just sign up. If you don't like what you see, you don't have to pay a single dollar if you decide to leave before the end of the two weeks. Thank you so much for watching, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.